Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hi friend, welcome back to the club. I have to start today by thanking you. I have had so many people reach out to me with encouragement about the podcast. You obviously can tell I need it, (laughs) but honestly, um, it helps a lot. It is so nerve wracking to do something like this. And even though we're at episode, what, seven? I still want to barf right before I hit the record button. I am no cool cucumber up in here, y'all. And I think it's important for you to know that because this still scares the heck out of me, but I'm doing it anyway. I am pushing through that fear and I want you to do the same where you are called to do it. Now, along those lines, So many people have reached out to me. They reached out after that first episode when I shared the story of how God gave me a clear sign of confirmation to do this podcast. If you haven't listened to episode one, check it out. It's a pretty cool God story. But after that episode, people messaged me um, how that story had encouraged them to be bolder in their prayers and that they too had received clear answers for doing so. And y'all, that is just, that is everything. It made my heart so full to hear that. And it just reinforced the fact that we have to share these stories with each other. It just fuels our faith, it lights our fires, and it glorifies Him. And it just goes to show that you can have the highest expectations in your relationship with God. I don't think that we all do, but he wants to show up in our lives and having this boldness in our communication with him demonstrates our faith that we think he's listening and that we believe that this is a two-way communication situation happening with him. So in that first episode, I mentioned that that was my second time to have Um, to ask God for a clear sign. And because of all of your wonderful feedback and encouragement, I thought I would share the first time I received a clear sign um, from him because it's a pretty rad story too. And it's been almost two years ago now um, that I had to make a very big, scary financial business decision. First of all, this whole being a person in business for myself deal has been a total curveball in my life, okay? I never dreamed I'd be a nutritionist, first of all. And then once I was, I quickly realized that there's an actual business side to doing this. I mean, what I like is the actual helping people part and not the businessy part, but that's what comes along with it when you work for yourself. So 
it was um, this decision I had to make was whether or not I wanted to hire a business coach. This wasn't a nuts and bolts kind of business coach, which actually I could probably still use. Uh, this was more of a business growth kind of coach. Um, and what I was looking for and what I needed was a way to reach more people more efficiently. So at that time, I was mostly doing one-on-one uh, -on -one personal consultations with people, whether it was here locally where I live or virtually, because I work with a lot of people all over the country. Um, some people out of the country, but people come to me for nutrition health, for uh, help for all kinds of reasons. A lot of it is weight loss. I mean, that's what most people kind of traditionally think of when they think of getting advice from a nutritionist. But my training is to support the body as a whole. Um, if you can't lose weight, there's something deeper that is off. And so I tell clients that we have to chase health, not weight loss. And that when the body is balanced and has what it needs, that's when it will release the weight. But I get clients that come to me for all kinds of reasons, skin issues, digestive issues, like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's. I mean, a lot of autoimmune issues for sure. Um, I've had clients come to me for fatty liver disease, fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's, kind of all over the place. Um, but y'all, the thing is, my process for working with people, no matter the weight or health issue, is still the same, okay? They fill out a nutritional assessment, and then I get their results, and I can kind of get a feel for what body systems are most burden, where things are off, where there may be some nutritional deficiencies, because if your body doesn't have the materials it needs, like vitamins and minerals and proteins and fatty acids, it's not going to work for you, period, okay? It's not going to shed weight, your skin's not going to clear up, your thyroid's not going to work, your joint pain is not going to go away, so on and so on. The body has got to have what it needs. But here was what I was finding. I kept seeing the same problems come up in my client's assessment results. Regardless of why they were there or coming to me, their bodies were screaming for support in their digestive system, their detoxification system, their blood sugar regulation was way out of whack, or they weren't getting enough nutrients to make their body run efficiently. Whatever the weight or health problem they were coming to get support for, these foundational issues, these root cause issues, were all the same. And so I found myself repeating and addressing um, these same topics with every client I was helping over and over. And I was like, man, if I could get you all in the same room, I could just teach you this information all at once and it would apply to all of you, no matter your situation. So actually I did start doing that. Um, I held in-person workshops at people's houses and it was so fun. We called it healthy happy hour and everybody would bring a healthy appetizer and their favorite adult beverage and I'd go over the nutritional assessment and it was just super fun. It was like happy hour with a good purpose. But logistically, that just wasn't a good long-term answer. I live in this little bitty town in West Texas and so I would have to drive at least 30 minutes or even more like an hour to get to these little towns around me to do these workshops. Um, I did a few in Houston, which is about five hours away. I have, my family lives there. I have friends that live there. And sometimes I would go to Austin, which is three hours away. But I mean, that was just, 
you know, getting to be a lot of traveling and I love doing those, but it's just hard. It's hard with my kids busy schedule. And actually it's hard for everyone's schedule. I mean, y'all are busy too. And finding a night we can all get together to do something like that is like trying to pass an act of Congress. It's just almost impossible. So then I did some online workshops and that worked well too. But honestly, an hour is just not enough time to cover all the things I need to cover with people. And believe me, I try, whether it's in a workshop setting or one-on-one -on -one personal consultation, what happens is that I typically give way too much information. I'm just like vomiting information on people. Um, Cause it's like, I want to tell you all the things I want to help you get healthy healthy right now and I just I want to you know I'm just get so excited but I totally freak people out because it's just information overload and they don't even know where to start so okay so here's where we're getting back to this business coach thing what I really wanted to do was create an online program where I could teach a bunch of clients at once and I could help more people at once and I wanted to cover these foundational issues that I was seeing over and over. And I wanted enough time for people to learn the information, apply it, to be able to ask questions along the way and just get results, you know, just me be there to help guide them along the way. So that's where I was hoping this business coach could come in and help me. There was this very specific person I wanted to work with, um, but y'all, <laughs> she was dang expensive. But she had, well, she still has actually a very successful group program. And so I wanted to learn how to do it. And what I also liked about this particular business coach is that she had a design and technology team that also helped put things together on the back end. Okay. Because I mean, technology to me, it's like, it's like sticking needles in my eyeballs. Okay. It's like, it's just so painful. It's so frustrating to deal with. So that was part of the major appeal of working with this particular coach and her team. Okay. So are you ready? Are you ready for how much this was going to set me back? It was going to cost $5,000 to work with her. And that was for only two months. $5,000, y'all. It makes me kind of want to barf just saying that out loud right now. I still cannot believe that I actually ended up doing it, but that is where the good Lord comes in. So I had to make this decision about whether or not to work with her. Um, and I had enough in my business account to cover the cost, but it was going to wipe me out. So if things didn't work out, I was going to be in a whole lot of trouble. I had never in my life plunked down that kind of money. I mean, seriously, just re like revisiting this whole situation. It just like makes me want to break out in hives. It was just so much money. I mean, $5,000 was going to get me basically three video meetings with her plus correspondence and support from her design team. And that was it. Okay. Obviously, obviously I needed to pray about this decision. There was no way I could feel good about it unless I knew without a shadow of a doubt that this was the right thing to do. Now, usually I go with my gut on stuff like this. I feel like that's how God guides me. You know, I just have that, I have a really strong intuition, but that was not 
going to cut it this time there. I mean, there was no room for error. I needed a straight up yes or no. And I remembered that book that I'd read somewhere along the way that had said, be bold, ask God exactly what you need, you know, and just, and just be bold about it. So on one hand, I was like, okay, I mean, is that disrespectful? Is that like putting a demand on God? Is the wrath going to come down on me if, you know, I'm like asking God, you know, give me a sign and give it to me in this specific time frame? You know, all of these things were going through my head. But on the other hand, I was thinking of scripture, like Matthew 7, 7, that says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Because y'all, I needed that door open, right? Um, there's also um, this verse from James 1, 6 that says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind so i had to decide okay I'm, if i'm gonna ask am i gonna believe am i gonna expect an answer am i gonna have faith and good expectations of my father and faith without a doubt that he is in a relationship with me and he wants to be a part of every aspect of my life, including something like this, and he's going to give me an answer. Okay, so I mean, if I was going to ask, I also had to be on the faithful receiving end of that. And so I decided yes, yes, because I knew in my heart of hearts, that the answer would be the right one, whether it was a yes or a no, that I could trust it because God can see the big picture, right when no one else can, we can ask anyone, we can ask our friends, we can ask our spouses. Um, but only God can see this big picture. And so that, that is the answer. I wanted the answer from the big picture seer. Okay. So that's what I did. I asked for a clear answer. And I asked it to be within a time limit. Okay. This business coach's name was Amanda. And so I prayed that her name, the word Amanda, would come to me in a very obvious way. And I asked that it would happen within 48 hours. One, because I really needed to make this decision and get back with Amanda, I was kind of in a time crunch, but also just, you know, what's the difference between two days and a week? God already knows the answer and why am I going to just, you know, sit around for a week and just be twiddling my thumbs and be anxious about what's coming. So. I figured 48 hours is pretty fair, right? I'm sure, you know, God already knew the answer. So that's what I put out there. Now, in the first podcast episode, um, I told you how I got, um, I got my answer about doing the podcast um, very clearly and within hours on the same day that I asked. But when I was referring to this time I did it, I told you that it came down to the wire. It came down to the very last minute. But y'all, that is not true. This is so crazy because I was, I was thinking back on the story to tell you today. I remembered that God did answer me almost right away, but I was so shocked. I didn't believe it. And I can't believe I almost totally forgot this part of the story because it is huge. So I had boldly asked God for that clear answer, right? To see just for that, however it was going to come at me, see here whatever, the word Amanda 
to come at me in a very obvious way. So shortly thereafter, I was in my office and I got on Facebook and I started scrolling and almost immediately I saw a post. I kid you not. It's National Amanda Day. If your name's Amanda, happy Amanda Day. And the name Amanda was like gigantic, you know, on the screen and had these like blinking lights around it. Y'all, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious here. I can remember exactly where I was standing and how it felt like the blood drained out of my body. I think I went into like a little state of shock. Um, it honestly, it almost, it like scared me. It was like a moment where the spiritual and earthly world collides. You know, I, I don't even know how to really describe it. It was just, it was so powerful. It was too powerful that immediately my peon brain had to write it off as coincidence. I just, I could not process it. I just, I couldn't accept it. I wasn't ready for it. Um, it was just too big. So what did I do? I'm like, I'm sorry, God, I'm going to need another sign. I'm not really trusting that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can trust that. I, I need to have another sign to know that it's really you. Uh, I mean, you know, God's probably like, I mean, girl, come on. Here he had just slapped me upside the head with this very clear sign. And I just couldn't accept it. But our God, he is so good. So I asked for another sign, still the same thing, for the name Amanda to come to me very clearly, again, still within the same 48-hour time period. And I promise, I'm like, God, I promise, I promise, I promise, if you'll give me another sign, I promise I will believe it. So the rest of that day passes, and then the whole next day, and then we are beginning that next day. So it's like getting down to the wire. There's only a few hours left and I'm starting to get worried because at this point I'm thinking maybe he's not going to give me another sign because I didn't believe in the first one. And if he doesn't give me another sign, I'm going to be more confused than ever. I'm going to be like, was that the sign? Um, was, you know, do I go for it or do I not go for it? You know, just be, did he feel like he already gave me one? And if I don't get a backup clarity sign, you know, does that mean it's a no-go? I, I was just so confused, right? So the cutoff time for the 48, 48 hours was like about 10 a.m. that morning. And so, you know, I got up, went about my daily morning routine and I was about to set off on my daily walk to listen to podcasts you know my favorite thing to do and I was like well I guess I'm not going to get my backup answer because I don't see how an answer is going to come to me when I'm you know out on my walk around the neighborhood again I'm showing my peon human brain weakness here because hello we're talking about God I mean the creator of the universe and I think he can find a way to get a message to me if he needs to on my walk, right? So I'm about to take off from my house and I'm looking through my podcast options, trying to figure out what I want to listen to. So I push the button to play and it wouldn't play. I was like, well, that's weird. So I tried to listen to a different one, push play, it wouldn't play. Same thing. And I went through several and the same thing happened. Like none of my podcasts would play. I was like, what? is going on here. I was totally frustrated because it's like my favorite thing to do, right? And I was like, great, I'm not going to be able to do one of my favorite things this morning. Um, but then I thought, oh, you know what? I can listen to one of my audio books. No big deal. I had a new one that I had all loaded up. Um, I hadn't had time to listen to it yet. So I was like, I'll just, you know, 
I'll just play this. So luckily that worked and I set off on my walk. Well, about five minutes into it, I'm listening and the author is telling the story about his daughter and it's like the story is kind of building up and I'm, I'm sucked in, I'm listening. And he kind of culminates the story and he's like, and that was it, my daughter, Amanda. <gasps> I was like, oh my, I stopped y'all. I stopped in the middle of the street. I, again, I can remember like exactly where I was. I was like by this dumpster and tears just came to my eyes and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, over and over. Oh my gosh. It was like 9.30 in the morning. I mean, it was down to the wire, you know, he didn't have to answer me. He already had, but he did y'all. Um, there was just no denying it. I mean, and like the way everything went down that morning, you know, my podcasts weren't working and it was just kind of out of the ordinary that I had to listen to this book and, you know, I was all worried that he wasn't going to be able to find a way to get through to me. Ugh, so naive. Um, but I had my answer. I had my clear answer. And even though I did have that clear answer, it still scared the ever living crud out of me <laughs> to move forward. But, um, but I did, I emailed Amanda when I got home and I said, all right, yes. So, oh man, I'll take a deep breath after that. It was just so big y'all. Okay. So I signed up with her, you know, I signed up, I said yes. And then it was like on, it was on like Donkey Kong because here's the thing about spending a big chunk of money like that, girl, you get your act together. It was like somebody had lit the biggest fire under my butt. I went into total action mode. And that was before I even had my first meeting with Amanda. I wanted to maximize that limited time I was going to have with her. And so I started working right away. I was so on it. Now y'all, I'd had this idea to do a program for quite a while. It had been rattling around in my brain, but I just never felt like I had the time or the clarity or honestly just the confidence to make it happen. But now I had to, you know, I had signed on the dotted line and I did not have the luxury of putting it off or whining about how hard it was gonna be. It was just go, go, go. So I met with Amanda and we had our video conference call and we just talked through some of the strategy I already had the idea for what I wanted to do, but she just kind of helped me. It's just so helpful to talk it out, you know, kind of get it out of your head. And so she was there to encourage me. She helped me kind of organize it in my brain. But ultimately, ultimately, I mean, it was up to me. You know, it's not like I was like, you know, they were gonna write it for me. I still had to do the work. Um, and I was on a time schedule where I had to turn in the outline and the content of my program to her team by certain dates. I had to kind of piecemeal it out to them so they could get it and do their design magic on it. And honestly, y'all, that was actually one of the best things about the this investment, because even though it was a huge amount of money and I really didn't get that much face time with Amanda, the time constraint was actually a gift. I mean, giving that much money, okay, to put it just put me into action. And then also having that time constraint. Um, it just there was no time for excuses. I mean, it was like I had to do the work or I was going to lose my investment. So I got up at like 4am. 
for a month straight and I wrote and I wrote and I rewrote and I rewrote the content for what is now Feast to Fast, which is my four week program. And I packed it full of the information that I kept seeing my clients need over and over and just structured it in a way that would give me more time to teach them and be with them and answer questions. And it was just really exciting. And it's so funny because I remember some of Amanda's team who, by the way, they are all in the health and wellness space too. Okay. Like I said, Amanda has her own program and then her design team, they design for her and they're on the business side of it, but they also work with her, uh, work with her in her, her health program as well. But then they were asking me, they're like, don't you want to be more specific with your macronutrient ratios and don't you want to incorporate something like my fitness pal for people to track their calories? And I mean, I was like, I wanted to sing Beyonce on them. You know, I was like, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. Cause I was like, no girl, I don't want to count calories or give any more macronutrient numbers. You know, like this is like the bare minimum I want to get this carbohydrate range. And that's how I roll. Okay. So they finished up the design work and, um, it turned out that I talked to the design team a lot more than I ever talked to Amanda. You know, it was limited to those three online calls and that was okay. I mean, it worked out. Um, but you know, then my time with them was over and I had my program ready to go, but then it was, it was still up to me. It wasn't like there was a magic bullet, you know, I had my program, but it was still like, okay, now you got to get the people here. You know, you've got to get it to the people. Um, and so that's what I had to do. And it turned out I launched um, my first Feast of Fast in October of 2017. And funny enough, um, is that right when I was in the middle of that first sign up and launch period, oh my gosh, I got this crazy, awesome opportunity to take my family and live on the island of Nantucket for six weeks. Okay, that's a whole other God story I'll have to tell you about sometime. But the point is, um, we, we did go, it was a total last minute, unexpected. We took our kids out of school. We drove up there and I ran my first Feast of Fast program from Nantucket. All the while I was trying to figure out how in the heck to homeschool my kids for six weeks. It was just like the craziest time ever. I was trying to figure out everything at once, you know, because this was the first time I was running Feast of Fast and you know, there's going to be kinks and you're just kind of feeling your way through it. And what are people going to need? And it was just, I was out of my, you know, my comfort zone in many more ways than one, right? Like doing this program, but also being away from home and my regular routine. Um, and it was just, it was totally nuts, but totally fun. Um, and it went really, really well. And in fact, as we finished, people were like, we want to do it again. Um, the holidays are coming up because we finished up, you know, and it was the beginning of November and we were going into holiday season and people were like, can we do it again? We want to stay on track, you know? And I, I was shocked. I was like, you want to do it again? Okay. <laughs> so we did it again and I ran a holiday round right after that first round. And you know what? Do you guys know what? I made my investment back, the one I paid to Amanda, within two months of getting Feast of Fast going. I mean, it's just, it was so incredible, such a gift, the biggest sigh of relief ever, and just this testament that God knows the bigger picture, okay? 
And running Feast to Fast has been like the most rewarding work, the teaching that I'm able to do, the people I get to work with, the results and the breakthroughs I've seen people experience. I'm just, I'm just like so overwhelmed with gratitude for what I get to do on a daily basis. And so I didn't, I didn't really know, you know, for that first year, I was just kind of feeling my way through, but, um, so the way I've structured it is now I run Feast to Fast five times a year. We do it in January, you know, kind of a new year thing. We do it during Lent, which is the round we just wrapped up and it's really, really special. We do it in May. So in fact, we're about to start our next round of Feast to Fast. We do it right before, you know, kind of getting ready for summer. We do it in September as we, you know, kind of that back to school season, everybody's getting back on track. And then we do the holiday round so that we can just really stay focused and not go totally off the rails during the holidays. Um, and it just, it shocked me that people wanted to keep doing it round after round. You know, I'm like, y'all know this information is staying the same, right? <laughs> and they're like, yes, we want to do it again. And in fact, they wanted to stay in this group. So we have a Facebook group for support. They wanted to stay in the group even when we weren't doing Feast to Fast in those in-between months because they wanted the accountability and they still wanted guidance and they wanted to ask me questions and they wanted to learn more about health topics. And so that is how the Christian Health Club was born. So for those of you who don't know, there is an actual Christian Health Club. It's my client membership group. It's where we do all the Feast of Fast, but then during the in-between months, we do other things. Like we just did a short liver detox. We do nutritional assessments um, every quarter. So just those same nutritional assessments that I do with one-on-one -on -one clients, we do them. And that way, everybody can kind of stay on top of what they need to work on. And it's just kind of a good tool to check in with yourself. We do... Um, goal setting. We do some deep dives into specific health topics. I talk about supplement recommendations. It's just, it's great. It's a great way for me to keep teaching um, outside those months we're not doing Feast to Fast. Um, and it's just a really good way to stay proactive about your health. What I've learned um, is that people really want and need accountability. I know I do. Whether it's having um, other people to be accountable to, like simply having an exercise partner that expects you to show up uh, to exercise with them, or maybe like in Christian Health Club, you know, we all kind of know each other in there and we're expecting to see certain people post their food. And if somebody's not there for a while, we're like, hey, where you been? You know, hope you're not out there off the rails. <laughs> um, or whether it like in the case of me and this whole business coaching thing, like investing money was probably the most effective accountability tool I've ever had, right? Because once you have some skin in the game, especially that much skin, I mean, it will make you real accountable to achieving your goals. I just, I don't think I would have ever gotten my program done if I hadn't had that accountability of handing over that huge sum of money, right? And I never would have handed over that huge sum of money had I not had guidance from the Lord. And I wouldn't have gotten that guidance from the Lord if I wouldn't have asked. And that's what it comes down to. And that is why I wanted to share this story. It blows me away all over again to think about it and to talk about it here. I'm just, you know, that God is 
so good and he wants to be in relationship with us. He wants to be involved in all of our decisions, big and small. I could actually probably be better about involving him in the smaller decisions. My life would probably go a lot more smoothly. Um, but and just so you know, there has been a time I asked for guidance with a sign um, from God and I got a big fat no. Okay, so even though I've told you about these two yes stories and these clear signs I got from him, I've also gotten a no and you might too. And that's totally okay and even welcome because it saves you so much trouble and angst, right? I mean, again, we have to remember that God sees the big picture where we cannot and we can ask him, but we also have to trust in his answer, whatever that may be. All right, my beautiful friends, I want you to have the most glorious week and I want you to be bold in your relationship with the Lord. And I would love to hear about any experiences like this that you may have. Um, that would be so awesome. And also, if you want to join us for the next round of Feast of Fast, that would be awesome too. Like I said, we're just about to kick off the um, May round to get ready for summer. And so if you would like to join us, you can go to my website, thechristiannutritionist.com and find the link there. You can always find it on social media. I'm posting it. You could probably just Google Feast of Fast and you'll find your way to me. Um, but I would love to get to know you and teach you these foundational principles for getting healthy and honoring your holy temple. So um, come on and enjoy. Uh, join us in the actual Christian Health Club. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and spending this time with me. And I hope you have a healthy and blessed week. I'll talk to you soon. Hi, everyone. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.